Welcome to the Mind Your Hero podcast. Oh my hero, it has been a while. And I know that if you have been following Mind Your Hero for any length of time, there have been some changes. There have been a lot of changes this year. There have been a lot of revolutions. And one of the biggest was the fact that I pretty much gave up my Instagram account with close to six thousand followers and started from scratch and in many ways it feels like I started my entire business again from scratch this year even though it wasn't from scratch scratch it really did feel like I burnt it to the ground and rebuilt it with all of the knowledge that I've gained over the last couple of years of building an online business and I'm here to dissect the why the hows the what and all of that information in this new iteration of the Mind Your Hero podcast, as you are about to hear, we even have, which I'm so excited about, a new introduction and outro. And this is just to signify the, the beautiful transformation that the brand, but more that I have had over the last year. And yes, it all does stem from becoming a mom, but more than that, it it, I've become somebody so different yet more myself from immigrating and getting married and becoming a mom and now I have a second baby on the way so there has been a lot of change in a very short period of time and the evolution of my identity grew so quickly that the brand had to keep up with that and this is why a lot shifted in a very short space of time and I'm going to talk to you today about how that looked why and what caused these things to happen and take a deep dive into what it's been like to start my Instagram account from scratch. I often have people reaching out to me, you know, asking for the results and asking if it was a good move and all of those questions. And I'm going to ask, answer all of your most frequently asked questions. I'm not leaving anything else. So Grab a cup of coffee, I'm about to spill the tea, and let's get started. Welcome to the Mind Your Hero podcast, where we're unlocking the mysteries of your subconscious mind and aligning with your human design so you can build a thriving business and make sales in your sleep. Kylie Ann Nell has helped thousands of people transform their lives through her unique blend of human design, manifestation practices, and business energetics. The conversations on this podcast are the mind food you need to supercharge your success and reach your wildest dreams. Welcome back officially to the Mind Your Hero podcast. So I know for the last two years, podcasting hasn't exactly been on the top of my priority list and where I've been focusing my attention on. I have been absent from the podcast because truthfully, what I've been doing has been for a greater purpose, and that has been stripping Mind Your Hero apart in order to rebuild it. And I'm so happy to announce that with all the new structures and systems in place, it feels like I'm finally at that point of being so in alignment, knowing what my purpose is, knowing what our mission is, who we are here to serve. And I'm ready to take you to the depths of the levels that I've gone to because I've gone to the core of my being and back again and still revisit that part of myself on a continuous basis in order to evolve and create the best brand I possibly can. Because for me, Mind Your Hero is not just a brand. Mind Your Hero is a way of life. It's a living transmission of work. And 
it has given the gift of reinvention and dream creation to so many people. And I know that with all the change that I've been through, the brand needed to evolve so that it could continue to do that, but in a way that was in very much alignment to who I have become. And one of the things I'll be talking about in the next podcast episode is how to create an iconic brand that really stands the test of time. And essentially, it always and all comes back to how you view yourself and the energy that radiates out from you, because essentially your brand is an extension of who you are. So let's go into the restructuring of Mind Your Hero, because part of the restructuring was to let go, as I mentioned in the intro, it was to let go of my old Instagram accounts that had almost 6,000 followers and to start a new one from scratch. And I know that so many of you have reached out to me to ask me how it's going. A lot of you have been considering to doing the same thing. And I'm going to share my experience and how I came to arrive at this decision because it's a big decision to make. And when I first started considering it, it took me a while. It took me a good couple of months to finally pull the trigger. And it was a scary move. I'm not going to lie. I think there was a bit of a safety net in terms of every time you look at a big number of followers, you kind of link that to your value and your worth. And it validates the hours that you spend putting into a business because I've been working on Mind Your Hero since 2018 and we're now five years into it and still going. And there has been a lot, a lot of content, a lot of heart, a lot of soul, a lot of effort that's been poured into my Instagram accounts. It's not, you know, a space that I just treat lightly. So this is essentially what my results have been. And I'm going to dissect this layer and layer. So I firstly want to go to the path of how I came to making the decision to finally let go of my Instagram account because truthfully it was a decision that had been weighing on my heart for quite some time. This year, I wouldn't even say just this year, but since I came into contact with the information of human design and since I studied it in 2021, I've definitely found that I've been living more in alignment and in accordance with my human design strategy and authority. And so when the sniggle started at the end of last year to let go of my Instagram accounts, I deeply sat with that. To put it into perspective for those who may not know me, I am a 3-5 emotional generator. And because my authority is the emotional authority, I really need space and time when it comes to making big decisions. And I need to go through all the different waves. And when it comes, when a point of clarity comes, that's when I will know to act on whatever it is that I'm deciding on and I will know exactly what to do in accordance to my authority. Now, that's exactly what I did. I waited for that emotional wave to ride out. There were a couple of things that kept happening in my experience, which gave me the opportunity to respond to those things. And that's, again, very much in alignment with being a generator. And there was a part of me that was hiding away for so long. And the moment I started to come out and express how I wanted 
to express myself and talk about the concepts of money mindset and manifestation, I started getting a lot of hate. And that's not something I'm afraid of or shying away from. But it was the last thing that I got to respond to where I was like, this space just does not hold the energy that I wanted to anymore. And I know that something drastic needs to change here. And it was at that moment where I had spoken to my mentor that I was working with at the time. I was like, this is what I'm considering doing. And from the moment I made that decision, my entire energy shifted. It was like I had let go of everything that was burdening me and holding me down. and when I started the new Instagram account in July of this year, things started to shift and change very quickly for the brand. So I want to look at things from a strategical point of view. I want to look at things from an environmental, emotional. I really want to dissect everything. And I'm going to start off with strategic because a lot of people start there. And it's the logical way of doing things, I suppose, even though I will be the first person to tell you that you should never make a decision from your mind. You should always tap into that body-based wisdom and make your decisions from there. So from a strategical point of view, there were a couple of things that we had done in order to grow our Instagram accounts to those almost 6,000 followers, which were not necessarily the best way to grow, but I mean, who didn't use those tactics, especially because they were trending for so long. I mean, I started this account in 2018. As you can imagine, Instagram has gone through so many iterations and algorithm changes. It's gone from being a solely photo platform to now being more of a video content platform. It's, it's gone, it's, Instagram has gone through so many changes too. So of course, the way we have done business to attract the clients has not always been in integrity and in alignment to my core values that I have now. And what these things looked like were competition giveaways. I used to do so many competition giveaways and I'm sure you are very familiar with the whole rule system when it comes to competitions. It's like tag and follow and, you know, make sure you're following this account and we did I've done cross giveaways with brands that are again not necessarily attracting the like-minded clients that I wanted for Mind Your Hero so I've really learned how to become a lot more picky and fussy and choosy with who I would do a cross collaboration with because these things are things that I've become aware of now it's not things that I may have known back in the past and I don't blame myself in any way and I don't hate myself for how I did grow my Instagram accounts. I think I was very resourceful and I've learned so much and this is very much part of being a third line in human design. I need to trial things out until I find the way that will best work for me. So I've had to do all of the, and I say silly, but it may not be silly to some, I've had to do all of the tactics that people suggested back in the past, which was follow accounts and interact with them and in the hopes that they would follow you back. I no longer do things like that anymore because it's not an integrity with the values that I hold today. I would also post content for the sake of making sure I was staying consistent. And sometimes it would be a quote and sometimes it would be a 
a journal prompt, but it was just posting content for the actual sake of posting content. It wasn't strategically placed to speak to the high caliber client that I want to attract into my business. And now every single piece of content I post, regardless of whether it's on a story, as a reel, as a post, as a carousel, whatever, is so strategic. It's either, and basically every single post I ever put up is a sales post, even though it may be me sharing behind the scenes of my life. And I've really learned about the arts of messaging and storytelling. And I've really deeply learned into that work, which has really yielded so many incredible results, not only just for me, but for clients too. So that's part of what the problem was, is that I was just posting content without knowing what my intention for that content was and who it needed to ideally attract. And deep down, I was actually really confused about who I wanted to serve because as a person who has such a great mission in their lifetime, I want to be able to help everyone. And I believe that this work that I do can help anyone and everyone across the globe. And I do see that when one person changes their world, it creates a ripple effect to extending to the people around them. And the more we each rise as individuals, the more we rise as a collective and the more we can really create a, a, a ripple effect throughout consciousness. And that to me is just the beauty of this work. And I believe that that can extend to every single person in this on this planet. But I've also had to deeply accept that I can't serve everyone because when I try and be too much to too many people, I actually fall short of the, the magic that I know I'm here to truly offer. So I've had to deeply sit and contemplate who I want to work with, how I want to help them and who I want to serve. Because before I was creating content that would attract anyone and everyone. Now my content is more geared towards women who are in business, who want autonomy in their finances and time to manifest the life of their dreams. And they are busy people. They are generally moms or they are women who have side hustles or other passion projects that don't have 20 hours a day to dedicate to their business. In fact, most of the women I work with have about four hours to work on their business a day if they're lucky. And that for me is just like a deep show of how I have, and I know this is so cliched, but I've niched down, but it's because I've deeply understood who I can help. And it's because I am doing it. I'm currently a mom to a one-year-old. I have a second on the way and I because we have immigrated, I don't have family around to help with looking after my baby for a few minutes or a few hours so I can do things. I work when the baby sleeps and after he's gone down at night and on weekends because that's the time that I have and I've become really resourceful and really effective in how I work. And because I know that I can do it with the resources that I have available, I know I can help other women do the same too. It's become such a passion of mine as well to really help women become wildly abundant because there are so many women that want to be there and present for their kids and there's also women that don't and that's fine those are generally not the women I work with but they are women that really want to be able to be present for each and every single milestone that their child ever has and I'm able to help women do that through building incredible thriving online businesses so that was a big 
big, big shift this year. And another big thing and one of the main strategic reasons for me wanting to start my Instagram account from scratch was that I had started my account in South Africa and I am obviously now living in Ireland and I still, in the very beginning when I did immigrate for about a year, I still had a social media manager helping me manage my accounts by posting for me and nurturing my audience on my behalf. And she was based in South Africa. So my account got really confused as to where its location was. And again, was pushing out content that weren't necessarily my ideal audience members. And that was quite a big problem because essentially there was just so much confusion there was confusion from myself as to who I was serving there was confusion from my followers as to what I was actually providing and people were just following me and I think a lot of people were even following me to witness my demise and I could feel that energy and it was definitely time for a change so yeah, essentially there was just so much confusion and this resulted in extremely low engagement rates. So I am a spiritual entrepreneur, which means I don't only look at numbers, but I do believe that you have to look at the strategy in order for the energetics to work. And so, of course, I look at my numbers, I look at the analytics, I look at the engagement rates, and those things were very, very low, which resulted in very few sales and I wasn't attracting new customers, which is kind of the point of social media. Social media is to grow your accounts so that you can bring in new clients. Now, I will get into client retention because I believe and I pride myself on that. But part of the efforts that we put into social media is to grow a new audience. It is to grow new leads. It is to create sales. And if you don't see social media in that way as a business owner, I'd really challenge you on that. And I would then challenge you on your money mindset and I would challenge you on your your beliefs around what you believe that you are deserving and worthy of. And I know that that those can all be quite triggering topics, especially for the clients that I do attract into my business, which are very heart-led spiritual entrepreneurs that want to create massive impacts in the world and can sometimes have this contrasting polarity that exists within them around, you know, money and wealth and everything. So over the last two years, And this is really important to understand in terms of where I was at emotionally to make the decision I wanted to. Because over the last two years, I've undergone an immense amount of transformation, especially at an identity level. Now, some of the things that you will already have heard me say in this episode is that that is no longer in integrity to the values I now hold. And values are born from the identity that you hold about yourself. So it's really important to understand who you are at an identity level so that you can understand your values and your values will then affect the behaviors that you have and everything, everything. I cannot stress enough how important identity work is, especially in the business context, because if you don't know your own identity and who you are, especially at a soul level, then everything else becomes really confusing in your life and you'll feel like you're in 20 places at once, but you're not progressing in any at the same time either. So I've really, 
really taken the time to understand who I am at an identity level. And I still, I still do that work on a day-to-day basis. And essentially from doing all the identity work, I realized that I have up-leveled in ways unimaginable. Honestly, the growth that I've had over two years has been insane And I'm a completely new iteration of myself, especially in comparison to the version I was when I first started Mind Your Hero. And again, I don't hold any judgment to either version. I'm so grateful to all of me for getting to me, getting me to where I am today. And I'm excited to see what will come next. And there is no judgment. It's just, it's one of those things where I don't take anything personally. And it's just really been a beautiful journey to experience change and evolution on such a deep level. So the first identity shift, which I want to talk about, and I don't believe enough people talk about this. In fact, I've never heard anybody talk about this because it's such an incredible and magical time of a person's life when they get married. And everyone just thinks that it's all rainbows and daisies. But one of the things that I actually really struggled with, which hit me sideways and I didn't expect to be challenged by, was changing my surname. I had grown up, obviously, as Kylie Ann Bowers for 31 years of my life. And all of a sudden, I now had to change my name. And that was a really incredibly identity-shifting moment for me. And it came with a lot of challenges. It really did. Um. And I didn't expect to, I did not expect to struggle with that because I'd been one of those girls that couldn't wait to change their surname because for me, it really was that symbolism of being married. And I'm so proud to be married. I love being married. It's been one of the best investments I've ever made into my life. And I don't even know if investments is the right word, but to get to the point of being able to even have a partner I invested so much time and energy into healing myself so that I could attract the right person and it's been the most magical experience but the challenge was changing my name and it was really a huge identity shift for me so that was one of the big identity shifts that I've had in the last two years the second identity shift was emigrating. So to put this into perspective, October 2021, we had been waiting an extra 10 months to be able to emigrate, to be able to have our wedding. We had gotten legally married and signed paperwork prior to our wedding because of logistics, but we had been waiting an extra 10 months. And finally, October the 14th happened. We had the most magical wedding. It was beautiful. Everything we'd ever hoped for and more. And two days after our wedding, we were treated to the most amazing honeymoon in the Maldives. We got back to Johannesburg on the 25th of October. And I had the 26th of October to sort out all my paperwork to apply for my British passports. And on the 27th of October, we immigrated. I had two hours, two hours to pack up my entire life into suitcases, leave Johannesburg and immigrate to a country we had never visited or basically didn't even know that much about. All I knew about Ireland is that I have family heritage from here. My grandfather was born in Ireland and 
that's all I really and other than like the general facts but I didn't really understand Highland I didn't know what we were moving to I'd never done much research on Dublin and yet here we were finding ourselves moving to a country that we'd never visited and obviously that was a massive identity shift once again I was going from being a South African living in South Africa to being a South Africa living in living in Dublin and as an immigrant and all of a sudden I took on the identity of immigrants and again something that is not spoken about nearly enough is when you immigrate you don't feel like you belong anywhere anymore there's this weird sense that you don't fully belong in the new country that you call home because you weren't born there you're not native to that place but when you do visit well, when I visit South Africa, and I've spoken to a lot of people that have immigrated, they feel the same way. So this is why I am generalizing, but it's through conversations I've had with people. When I do go back and I do visit South Africa, I feel like I don't belong there anymore either. And so you eventually have this weird place of knowing that the only place that you can call home is actually yourself. And that for me has been so empowering but so strange at the same time and it is just it's such a and I use this word very intentionally it is such a foreign feeling it is such a foreign feeling to be an immigrant and to not feel like you belong in your home country or your new country so this is one of the second big identity shifts. I've now gone from Miss to Mrs. Nell or Miss Bowers to Mrs. Nell. I've now gone from being a South African living in South Africa to now being a South African living in Dublin and three months into living in our, in our new country we fell pregnant which again was one of my biggest blessings and manifestations to date but this was the most monumental mind shift identity shift I've ever undergone and that was going from maiden to mother and I think the reason it was such a big shift for me is that I considered Mind Your Hero to be my firstborn. <laughs> I literally consider Mind Your Hero to be a baby because I have nurtured and loved this company into what it is today and I continue to do it. And it really is my passion. It's my devotion. It's my life's work. But I had to now start to segment in my mind that I couldn't just be Kylie, the CEO, founder, visionary of Mind Your Hero. I had to become Kylie, the mama premier. And this is something I'm still to this day working on because for me, being the deeply conditioned person I was around work and believing that I had to work in order to prove my value and my worth and believing that the amount of hours I spent working was a direct reflection of the success that I deserved it, it goes so deep it goes so deep and it's it's work that I even get to work on with my clients which I, I'm seeing is so profoundly beneficial I had to really decondition that to go how can I be a mom who was going to be predominantly a stay-at-home mom especially in the first few years of my baby's life and an entrepreneur and that deconstruction has been massive massive it's so intricately wired as well because there were certain notions and perceptions that I had of what 
being a stay-at-home mom looked like. And that for me also came with a lot of barriers. I didn't realize this at the time, but stay-at-home mom for me meant that I get to be looked after and I can't work. There was this weird, 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 weird thing. And because I had built up my entire identity on I prove my value and my worth and my contribution, especially to my family, as the hours I spend working on my business, and now I'm not spending nearly as much time, it's been a massive identity shift. It was a massive fall down of the constructs I'd built up in my mind as well. But now that I'm basically at the end of that road of figuring everything out, this is the thing that I realized that I needed to do. It was to create a hybrid identity. And that's why I use the term mamapreneur, because for me, it embodies the mom who can be a stay-at-home mom, watch her babies grow up, see all of their milestones, and be wildly successful in the business arena and bring in money and contribute to the family in a financial way and contribute to the family in other ways too. And that has made all the difference to that identity shift, but it was a really big one. I cannot stress how big of a deal that was. And I know that there are moms that are still really struggling with the identity shift of going from maiden to mother. And we're almost, there's this underlying tone in society that makes you feel guilty for even expressing those struggles because you know it's something that we've chosen to be a mom and yes we we choose to be moms well for most of us and not for everyone but if you've chosen to be a mom there's almost this sense of well you can't complain because it's a choice that you made and I'm here to say that, yes, it can be a choice and something I'm going to speak about in a bit is how some of your biggest manifestations come from, also hold with it the biggest challenges that you have to face. And you can hold both and you can hold the duality of being the happiest and going through such a challenging time in the same breath. So this is, I actually want to talk about this now. This is something that I want to make very, very clear. All of these big identity shifts came from some of the biggest manifestations that I had intentionally set out to achieve. And this is how I want you to see some of your manifestations, is that manifestation can bring about a lot of duality. It can hold both your biggest blessings and your biggest demises or downfalls. And it's because you have to accept to the energetic capacity that you want to be in order to hold it all. And I believe that we can hold it all. But to be able to hold it all, you have to become a brilliant problem solver. And what does it mean to be a brilliant problem solver? It means that you've overcome challenges and you know how to deal with problems that arise in your life. And that's not always going to be a smooth sailing pathway for you. It's going to challenge you. It's going to challenge you at the depths of your core. It's going to challenge every cell in your being. And that's what I want you to deeply know is that manifestation is paradoxical in nature and you have to learn how to hold the duality to call in your manifested reality. And I know for a lot of the women that I work with, especially, we have big dreams, we have huge ambitions. And because we have ambitions that 
are so much bigger than what we currently experience and see as evidence in our current reality, it means that there's a lot of growth that has to happen. And that's the evolution that manifestation takes us on. Manifestation, I've always said, is simple, but it's not easy, but it's always 100% worth it. Hey, I'm quickly interrupting this episode to let you know more about our personalized human design charts that will help you manifest in a way that is so unique to you so that you can call in those juicy desires. Imagine having a manual tailor-made for you, one that unveils the intricacies of how you operate and more importantly, maps out the path to your healthiest, happiest and wealthiest self. Stop spending years on the quest to uncover your purpose. With a simple click, you can now dive into your own personalized human design chart. And here's a special treat for being a part of the Mind Your Hero podcast community. Use the code MYH11 and get 11 euro off. All it takes is submitting your birth details through the link provided. Once you hit view my chart, you're just a click away from unlocking a treasure trove of information. Click that green buy now button and voila, in a matter of seconds, you'll have your hands on a comprehensive 90 to 100 page document that is all about you. But here's what sets the Mind Your Hero human design charts apart from any other charts out there. Each element in your chart comes with a manifestation comp contemplation, which teaches you how to harness the power of manifestation uniquely tailored to you. Don't miss out on this opportunity to understand every facet of your being. Visit the link now in the show notes, use the code MYH11 and start your journey towards self-discovery with your very own Mind Your Hero personalized human design blueprints. So when going back to the Instagram account now and looking at all the changes that I'd undergone from an energetic standpoint, it's no surprise to me that every time I opened up my old Instagram account, it almost felt like I was required to step back into my old identity. And the identity that I had when I first started Mind Your Hero was completely different to where I am today in life. When I first started Mind Your Hero, it was a side hustle. I was still in my corporate job, working a nine to five and doing what I could to bootstrap Mind Your Hero on the side. And I had very much the identity of being an interior architect, not a coach and not a person who was an entrepreneur. It was, I'm a corporate worker in interior architecture. In terms of mine and Lloyd's relationship, when I first started Mind Your Hero, I was still his girlfriend. Now I'm his wife. And that was also, it went from girlfriend to fiance, fiance to wife, and fiance to wife happened really quickly, six months to be exact. So yeah. And also when I first started Mind Your Hero, I was a South African living in South Africa wanting, and this is a very big part of the puzzle of, you know, things I'm going to talk about, but I wanted to always have a global and international company, something I've manifested. But at the time, when I was still living in South Africa, it was very much a South African PTY limited company. And that's how I started Mind Your Hero out as, in fact, in South Africa, Mind Your Hero's true name is registered as Cab Design and Development. And that, again, is also part of 
the company's identity shift is that now it's a registered Irish company as Mind Your Hero Limited. So that's another identity shift. And when I first started Mind Your Hero, I was, I was very much a maiden. I always knew that I wanted to become a mom. I've always, everything I've ever done, especially in my business, has always been to have the time and financial freedom to have a family. But at the points when I first started, I was very much still a maiden. And essentially, this is the energy I was feeling every time I opened up my old Instagram accounts. I would step back into being the girlfriend, the maiden, the corporate identity side hustler who didn't have a global enterprise. Now, I'm living in Ireland. I have a global company because our company is registered in three countries. and. I'm a mother with another baby on the way at the time of this recording. I'm a wife and I embody so much more than just starting out a business. I am fully fledged entrepreneur. I've been in this for five years. So something that I just felt so incredible was that even in an online space, an online environment can hold such an incredible amount of energy in it and your environment does condition you to behave a certain way so once I decided and after reaching that point of clarity given to me by my emotional authority that was time to start over and I did start my new Instagram account there was an immediate shift because the environment changed it was like that clean slate and Something that was also incongruent is that for the longest time I'd been saying that, oh, well, you know, I'm starting Mind You Hero from scratch again because essentially I've had to register as a new company in Ireland and I've had to learn about all the business and tax regulations and everything this side. So it, it feels like I'm starting from scratch. And yet I was still trying to push and force doing everything the way I used to do it in my new company and it wasn't working. This is a really important part to understand. The subconscious mind cannot function as separate parts. It can only function as a whole. And this is why my results were starting to be less congruent. I was trying to make things work as what they used to be instead of owning that I had changed, things needed to change, and a new way needed to, to come about in the Mind Your Hero brand. And that requires a huge amount of evolution. I've also learned so much about business. And I'm going to dive more into that in the next episode where I really talk about the art of storytelling and how you can create an iconic brand that stands the test of time and, you know, really stand for something so deep and meaningful to you. But essentially, a new slate allowed me to reassess who I was talking to and I had the opportunity to now speak to that high caliber client that I wanted to attract into my business. And this has made all the difference. It's made all the difference because these are now the results I have started to achieve in my new Instagram account, which has been active for about five months at the time of this recording. So just looking in terms of engagement on my old accounts, the amount of views on my stories that I would have would average 
it would average on around about 100 but on a good day i'd get about 180 views and this was with a following and i just want to re-emphasize this this was with a following of six thousand people from six thousand people getting 100 to 180 views is not significant my new account which only has 430 followers has about 90 to 120 and sometimes more views of my stories every single one of them that is phenomenal that is really phenomenal the biggest result in terms of sales is that the one thing that I pride myself and mind your hero on is that we have an incredibly high retention rate of clients. And this year has been no exception. The clients that I attract will always come back, do more than one program, stay with me for years. And a lot of the clients that I've been working with for the whole year are return clients. And it really has been phenomenal. Once you become a hero in what I call the hero verse, it's kind of like you want to stay and you you have the option to come and go as you please. And there's never any force, but people choose to always come back. And it's generally when they have undergone a new iteration of their identity and they want to rediscover that new part of themselves. So I've been very blessed to continue working with so many incredible ladies who have been working with since the inception of Mind Your Hero. But this year, and most of this happened since forming the new Instagram accounts, I've attracted a hundred new clients. This does not this does not include the number of clients that are repeat retaining re- retention clients. And this is from an audience of only 430 followers. Now I want to put into perspective why this is such a big deal, because when we look at the averages of online businesses in terms of conversion rates and in terms of analytics when an online business does a launch now i know that this is not as linear as i'm making it out to be and it gets a lot more intricate but for the purposes of what i want to emphasize here i'm just going to make it simple most people in the online business space consider a conversion rate which means that a person comes into your world they purchase from you And that is then a conversion rate. Most people consider themselves to be doing really well if they maintain or attain a 3% conversion rate and exceptionally well if you have a 5% conversion rate. When I look at the new customers I have, which doesn't actually even include the, the repeated sales that I've made, just new customers alone it's a 23 percent conversion rate and that blows my freaking mind especially because so many people believe that you have to have a big following before you can sell and i'm saying to you that the amount of followers that you have means nothing if you do not know how to sell to this to a small audience and what i've really really loved above the sales above all else is that the engagement of this new community has just increased tenfold. And I'm genuinely loving having so many profound conversations with you all in your DMs and really getting feedback on what is happening in people's lives and where I'm inspiring them and how they've taken concepts that I taught perhaps years ago and implemented and new people that are coming into our world and seeing such value in the work that I do. It's really been amazing. And community is something that I do hold very close to my heart. It is the core value in my business. And 
this is no surprise because in my incarnation cross in human design, I have the right angle cross of planning one, which essentially is all about creating communities. And this lies deep within the souls of my being. And this is very much a part of my purpose. And I think that this is something that has really allowed me to also, again, receive the results I have is that I come back to this purpose of how can I create a community that is highly engaged, that is super you know, supportive of everything. And it's because I've really honed in on this value. And again, this is why I've learned firsthand that your size of your following means nothing. I have seen, I've personally witnessed accounts with up to a hundred and over, over a hundred thousand followers having to go back to corporate jobs because they weren't making enough money to sustain themselves and I know so many other accounts that have somewhat small followings of under a thousand people that are doing incredible things they are people that are really forging the path for others they are people that are really receiving incredible results I know that my mentor has around 2,000 followers and easily creates over a half a million dollar business a year and that's with 2000 followers so your followers mean nothing and i've seen it i've seen it with my own eyes and this is where i see so many people going wrong they chase vanity metrics and that that is really the thing you should not be focusing on so what is more important to focus on in business it's your sales Because without sales and money and resources coming into your business, you have a hobby and not a business. And I know that this does take a huge amount of working on your ego for you to have this kind of an outcome. Because I'm going to be very transparent here. In the very beginning, when I did start my new account and I had just over 100 followers, I didn't quite get the same reaction from people as I was used to receiving. So generally in the past, when I started following a new person or I just met somebody, I would follow them on my Instagram account with this big flashy following of almost 6,000 people, which is actually still considered to be a small following in terms of the bigger picture. But people would go, oh, wow, you really have a real business. You're, You're actually known as a manifestation expert. Wow. And people valued how I was in the world and how I was as a business owner in accordance to the amount of followers I had, right? And this is this is a very tricky thing because how many of us actually then trust people in the online space that have more followers? It's like, oh, well, I'm going to go get nutritional expert from this person because they have a million followers. But what happens if that specific nutrition plan does not work for your body type? Just putting it out there. It's just really, really interesting that we do value a person's expertise on their followers nowadays as opposed to necessarily what they actually know and how they can help you. So it's just very, very interesting. And something that I came to really, really come to terms with, and this is a big one. This is a big one. I started noticing that some people viewed me as, oh, you're just the girl who's just starting out. And 
this really pushed me to deeply recognize how much wisdom I actually have and to deeply hold that regardless of the evidence I see in my reality. And this is where we can talk about projections from others because projections from others will only hold true if you allow them to. And because I was saying for the longest time, oh, I'm starting from scratch and I felt like I was a beginner in business again. Of course, that's how people were viewing me because I was holding that frequency. And in order to change that, I had to hold the frequency of knowing the value and the wisdom that I have and what I've achieved over however many years of working on Mind Your Hero. And I would say even before that, because manifestation has been a huge part of my life since the age of 16. So we're almost two decades into doing this work. And that's the most incredible thing of this all is that you have to overcome your ego by truly just seeing yourself for as you are, which is a soul having this human experience and not linking your worth or your expertise or your value to the number of followers you have. And it's been a very humbling experience. I will say that it's been a very, very, very humbling experience. And I'm really just so grateful for all of it. So honoring the knowledge I have and the wisdom I can offer has led me to create new incredible programs and service offers. And I'm so proud of them because they are already yielding such great results for our clients. And I know that I will be speaking a bit more about them and what's to come on this podcast going forward because I am committing to being consistent. I'm not putting how many times a week I want to podcast, but I do have a lot of plans for this podcast. It's still a place where I get to have a lot of fun though. But it's just amazing to have seen this journey and see it still unfolding in front of me. I would say that we're not at the end of seeing how this next chapter unfolds and what it has to offer. But essentially, in summary, burning down my IG accounts with the 6,000 followers that it used to have to start from scratch has been the best decision I've ever made. It has been the best decision I've ever made. And yes, I've had to eat a lot of humble pie along the way. I've had to really reconsider who I am. I've had to come more home to the core of my being. I've had to up-level in my identity. And if you're listening to this and you have a business, I want you to truly recognize that being in business is so much more than just following the strategy. And like you will have heard, I do follow strategy. Everything I do is strategic. Everything I post is strategic. And that is important. But there's also other things at play. Your identity, the values that you hold. Are you working in alignment to your soul's blueprint, which for me is always and always goes back to human design. And really knowing more and more and more about my human design has been revolutionary. And I'm definitely going to be talking a lot more about human design on this podcast because I do believe it is the most powerful modality. And when you learn how to leverage it, it can transform every single area of your life. It can transform your relationships. It can transform the way you parent. It can transform your business. It can transform the way you bring in abundance. It can transform the way you understand, view, and work in your purpose. There's just so much. There is so much to human design that we need to explore. But on that note, I just want to welcome you to this new era, the next era of Mind Your Hero that I'm calling evolution. And if you're along for this journey, then I call you to come and evolve with me to level up your life, to bring in more, to see more potential possibility and opportunities around you. And this is the start 
with this podcast. It's the start of this podcast making its comeback. It's the start of new programs that I'm launching into the world. And it really just feels like my energy has been completely, I want to say evolutionized. (laughs) That is a word. I'm taking it. I'm coining it. I know it's not a word in the dictionary, but we're using it. And if you are not following the new Mind Your Hero account, which is the same handle as it previously was at Mind Your Hero. And if you're actually interested, this is the part that I really want you to pay attention to. I don't want you to just follow us because I'm asking you to. I want you to have discernment here. I want you to ask yourself if you're actually interested in wanting to learn how to manifest sales in your sleep through building a thriving business in alignment to your human design. And if that answer is yes, then go and give us a follow. I would also love to hear what your biggest takeaway is from this episode. And you can let me know that regardless of whether you're following us or not. I would still love to hear from you. And if you choose not to follow us, I honor that. And I'm not the brand for you to follow. And that's fine. I've, I literally, I don't even follow Lloyd, who is my husband from my new Instagram account, because I have a personal account for that. And I don't take anything personally and he doesn't even take it personally. Um, So it's been such an amazing experience and everything I do is very strategic on that Instagram account. And if you want to just even learn what that looks like and question why I'm doing what I'm doing and look at it through very um, critical eyes, but to learn, then I invite you to come along and join us for the journey. We're having a lot of fun. Have a good day or evening, whichever time you're listening to this episode. And I cannot wait to dive into our next episode, which is all about how to create an iconic brand through using social media as a great tool. And if you're listening to this before Thursday, the 7th of December, I will be hosting a free masterclass that will help you understand how you can become an iconic brand in the online space, which does sometimes feel like it's overly saturated with the same content being produced over and over again. And I'm going to show you how you can be an industry disruptor. So the links for everything are in the show notes, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you there. Do you want a free manifestation hypnosis to help you unlock your superpowers? Just give us your feedback by writing a genuine review of this podcast and send a screenshot to hello at mindyourhero.com. All of the instructions to get your free hypnosis are listed in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to pursue and achieve your dreams. Be sure to follow Mind Your Hero on Instagram for daily inspiration and more ways to supercharge your success.